Welcome to Electric Liberty Land here on the Lions of Liberty podcast, your weekly shot of culture, comedy, and liberty with your host, Brian McWilliams. Well, hello, everybody, and I'm not alone today. For the first time in my life, not alone, finally, somebody here with me. I am joined by the one of the only Dave Rubin. Of course, you know him from the Rubin Report. You know him as an author of Don't Burn This Book and another forthcoming book, I believe, in 2022, early on. And, uh, of course, a man who has uh, brought, well, I guess was brought to liberty by the one and the only Larry Elder, who is running for governor here in the state of California. Dave, welcome to the show. Brian, it's good to be with you. Before we do any of this, can I just say I love the branding on this segment and I love that music. I'm, you know, I do my August off the grid and I was yep. on a freaking major disco kick. Okay. Major <laughs> oh, nice. disco kick. I want you and everyone watching this, if you want to pause this for a moment, I try not to tell people to pause things or I know some of these things are live. It's, it's live stream. There's no way it's, to do We're it. live streaming. <laughs> right, right. I guess you can't live, you can't pause the live stream. Is that possible yet? Not yet. They don't have the tech on that yet. But I want you to listen to Soul by Frankie Valley. He had a little disco period, not with the Four Seasons, just solo, late 70s. The, the song Soul, it's, it will blow your mind. It's awesome. That was, that was the song of my summer. I can't wait. There was this go. a silent disco? Were you were you just literally out in the woods, you know, dancing with <laughs> earphones on, you know, with rave sticks, or how did it go? <laughs> uh, well, we were in we were in a Mexican treehouse in the rainforest for most of it, but then we were back awesome. here in L.A. And you know, I don't like anyone here in L.A. Well, I like you. You're here, but oh, there's not funny. many people. There's not many people I like here in L.A. So we just hunkered down in the house and we smoked a lot of meat and listened to disco. That was that was pretty yeah. much how my summer went. It sounds like heaven. I'm not going to lie to you. Now. As you said, people of California, right? I mean, we're, we're on the eve of what is hopefully a momentous occasion, and I'm releasing this early, this segment, uh, because we want to get word out. I mean, I already voted. I'll tell you that. I put my, I dropped it down. Maybe I shouldn't have done this. I probably shouldn't vote in person because of the balloting issue where there's a hole in the back. You can see if people might have voted for Larry Elder. But I did vote for Larry Elder. My wife and I walked it down, popped in the Dropbox yesterday. So we've got a man... Named Larry Elder. If you don't know who he is, shame on you out there in the world. But he is a very popular radio show host out here, uh, a longtime conservative libertarian, and he's running for governor. Now, latest polls, Dave, I don't know if you saw, but they have uh, released a poll today from 538 showing divergent factions here. You know, it looked like it was neck and neck. And now the latest one, they're telling us, oh, no, it's going to be in a landslide for Gavin Newsom staying. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah. Well, first off, just on Larry Elder as a man and as a libertarian, you know, until Larry ran as a Republican in this recall race, he always described himself as a small L libertarian. Larry is basically, in my estimation, and we've talked about this a bit before, mm -hmm. as close as you're ever going to get, at least sort of in our modern political time right now, to a good, decent libertarian that can communicate the ideas properly, get support mm -hmm. behind him, has the internet people, but has mainstream because he's a radio guy, has, has the, the endless amount of knowledge that is in that guy's head. He is a stat machine and someone that is yeah. just fully ready to take on the machine. This is the guy. He's got the whole freaking thing. By the way, you may have noticed, I didn't mention the color of his skin. I don't care about the color of don't his skin. To. I don't think, I don't <laughs> think he really cares about the color of his skin. But, you know, the, the Democrat machine and the mainstream media, big tech, I did it on my show this morning. I mean, if you just put his name in Google right now, just put Larry Elder in Google, look at the endless hit pieces about him. Nothing about what he believes, 
Nothing about how great it is that a black man is the leading candidate, whether you like his policies or not, how great that is for, you know, a young black boy to see, oh, maybe I could do that. Nothing positive. It's just endless lie and smear about him. As you know, the L.A. Times called him the black face of white supremacy. They also did an article where they implied when he went to Venice and had a white woman and a monkey in a gorilla costume throw an egg at him. They wrote the story up as if a police altercation involving Larry Elder in Venice. And they used a picture where it looks like he's touching this woman's face as if he slapped her. It's a supporter of his that he hugged if you watch the whole video. So yeah, it's, anyway, it's on, on the Larry yeah. side, oh, on the Larry side, he's like that, as good. Sorry, yeah, I'm talking it, over. Keep going. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, it's just it's just nuts. It's, as you can see, I'm a little I'm a little hyped up about Fired Larry up, what's man. going on it. here today. Um, so so on the Larry front, it's like he's the right guy to get so much of what guys like you and I care about across to the finish line. Now, look, Cali is a one party state. We know there are more Democrats than Republicans. But one of the biggest lies and there's been a lot of lies in this recall election. One of the biggest ones has been that this is a Republican recall. Uh, Brian, you've been out to some of these events. I've been to these events. The people that are recalling Gavin, that signed, that hand signed that recall at the height of the pandemic when they were telling us not to leave our houses and people still went out and did it. The two million people that signed that thing, I met them. I met these people. I was at a ton of these events about opening up the state. They are not Republicans. There are Republicans, but most mm -hmm. of them are regular California Democrats or independents or completely uh, apolitical people who want to go to work who want their kids to go to school. I would say they're liberals who were mugged by reality more than anything else. The idea that this is a Republican recall or a Trump, you know, a Trumpian recall or whatever they're trying to say. And, and if you want to just see how gross the whole system is, you know, they throw old Joe Biden in yesterday because obviously they're not that confident. Otherwise, why do you have Obama doing an ad out of nowhere? Joe Biden shows up, Kamala's here. Joe Biden refused to even say Larry Elder's name. Refused to say his name, kept calling him a. Are we Trump sure he didn't clone. forget? I mean, come on, who are no, we no, talking no. about here? <laughs> no, the best. Yeah, right. So the best way we can sort of spin it is, oh, you know, Joe does have dementia, so maybe he right. forgot Larry's name. <laughs> but, but first off, that's just like, like, just genuinely offensive. I know everyone gets offended over everything, but that's just genuinely offensive. Like, say the man's name. You know, mm -hmm. it's like you guys fear him like Voldemort. Um, but, but it's not just that. He then called him a Trump clone, and it's like Larry Elder was born in South Central LA. His father was a janitor. Is that, is, was that was the Trump yeah. story too? I, I forget, I'm, I'm blanking actually. Was that well, the Trump that story? that on something I think that's so important about Larry Elder and, you know, and the fact that he is somebody that came up, that he's from here, he has that story. He has that, that origin story that everybody wants in America. And I think it's been a problem with a lot of libertarian candidates and libertarian positioning in general in that it's always about tearing down, right? It's never about giving a positive philosophy, a positive vision of the future. And I think Larry does a good job of saying, look, here's the problems, but I want to fix it. Here's what we're going to make better. Here's how I'm going to make your lives better here, California. And he is an inspiring figure. And we looked at, like I mentioned, the polling results they're saying there was some erroneous poll, and that's why they were so close. And I just don't believe it, especially when you have Obama, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders rolling out here. Are they are these these figureheads from a failed movement of uh, you know socialism really going to convince anybody not to change the circumstances in our home state here? I mean, Brian, look at what's going on here. You got Obama, Biden, Elizabeth Warren, and Gavin Newsom basically versus Larry Elder, me, John Voigt, and Scott Baio. <laughs> 
I like our chances, man. I like them. <laughs> I really like them. I like those well, guys. Scott Bayo's I, anybody cool. That, if you I get mean, the Bayo bump, man, the Bayo bump <laughs> is massive. The ba- look, the Bayo bump, John Voight helped, uh, you know, the Americans defeat the Decepticons. We all know that. Right. So, like, any, anything is anything is possible here. Um, but as far as the polls, just to, to, like, squarely answer your question, this is what they do. They, right before the election, they try to make it sound like, oh, there's no chance to depress mm-hmm. the voters. We all know that. Look, you live here, too. Drive down the 101, the 405. There are recall Gavin signs everywhere. The events that I've been to, thousands of people showed up, like like Trump rallies. Show me where people are really showing up for Biden. Actually, a whole bunch of people did show up for Biden yesterday to protest Biden, you know, and, and F Biden, which is like the new thing going around the Internet oh, right the now. College stadiums, college stadiums, yeah. F Biden all over. It's hilarious. You know, you're not going to believe this, but I'm starting to think that people want to make decisions for themselves and want to walk outside and uh, breathe fresh air and talk to other humans. I know that that's crazy right wing stuff, but I'm starting to think it's catching on. Well, that's what I'm, I'm getting a little bit white pilled. I had two different progressives. I was telling some of my audience about this and died in the wool. You know, I mean, these people could not be reached a year ago, have come to me and said, you know what? I think I'm a libertarian now. Oh, and this I love has that. just happened. I mean, and it's and it's between the homelessness and COVID and just the general kind of cultural wokeness that's overtaken everything. And these are people, you know, one lives in Venice, you know, the heart of homeless craziness where Larry, she probably could have waved at Larry as he walked beneath her house. Um, and the other one is just in the entertainment industry. But you see the poisonous ideology and how it's seeping in. And I swear people are waking up, which is why I believe that this will be a close election. I believe Larry has a legit chance to win. But here's the question for you now. OK, let's say he doesn't. Maybe there's shenanigans. Maybe there's not. If he doesn't win, what's our next step? Well, you know, What do you think that we should do to try to keep the momentum going here? And is he right. going to stay? And you, I know you and Larry talk. Is he going to stay at the forefront? And is there a next step for him in mind? Yeah. So first off, I'm thrilled to hear you say that about the white pilling of some people, especially people that you know, not just internet people, like real people in your life, because I've had some of that too. And, you know, people could just track my own evolution, which is very public online. If you watch my, what I was talking about over the course of, you know, six or seven years at this point, that the step from waking up from being a lefty really is to become a libertarian because libertarians and lefties do believe in a lot of the same things and that we want life to be decent for people. But one, the answer is, oh, government's messed up. Let's give more power to government. And then the other, which obviously you guys like us think is the correct one is, oh, government's messed up. Let's get it out of your life. Let's mm-hmm. starve it so it can't do all those bad things that you lefties are always screaming about. So there's a beautiful way to white pill the socialists and, and the lefties and the progressives. And I think perhaps now that they're seeing how absolutely horrible the Biden administration is. They're seeing how evil big tech is. They're Mm -hmm. seeing, if you live in California, how progressive cities, forget forget California. I mean, if you live in Portland, if you live in Seattle, if you live in New York City, if you live in any big city run by lefties, it's a nightmare. Those things are not disconnected, right? Like there's some connection between policy and then the things that happen. So I love hearing that that people are getting white-pilled. As far as what do I do? I mean, look, (laughs) Look, it's the same as you, Brian. Like, I love the weather here. I, I've got good friends here. I like, I actually like running a counterinsurgency. I like when I go to the supermarket and now, you know, I try not to wear the mask, but every now and again, you got to put on. But when people tap me on the show, oh, you're Dave Rubin, right? And, and they're like, I'm like you, you know? Yeah, right. And like, and I like that. And you, and you came to one of my Rubin Report locals meetups and we had about a hundred people at a bar all laughing, having fun, height of the pandemic, no masks, everyone enjoying themselves. And it's like, we're all sort of outsiders. And that's the irony is those people, the lefties think that they're the resistance, but meanwhile, they're always sucking up to the power. Oh, yeah. So I kind of dig it. I, I kind of dig fighting 
that being said, look, I've given this thing everything I've got. I've helped Larry in every which way possible. Larry is a great man. If it doesn't go the way we want, I, I think a lot of people have to re- think, rethink where they're going to be and what they're going to do. And I would include myself in that. I probably include Larry in that, probably include you in that. Because at what point does hope then come? And then I'll end with this, which is though, if you're right about the white pilling part, that maybe a whole bunch of people were white pilled in this to, to kind of shift our way, then that does give you some long game hope. Um, but the question always with progressives is how much can they destroy before we can yeah. turn it around? Yeah, living in the dystopian future. We can we can get back the uh, the prison nation of New York with Snake Plissken, uh, a.k.a. <laughs> Kurt Russell, who, by the way, libertarian. He's on record. Is, that, is, uh, is Kurt Russell a libertarian? Kurt Russell said he's a libertarian. Yeah, I don't think he, I mean, I haven't heard him really give political speeches about it, but he has stated it. Maybe you have the power in the poll to get him on. Uh, I'll see what I can do, that. but I know that I know that New York Mets former catcher and L.A. Dodgers catcher Mike Piazza just cut a video for Elder today, so that's good. Oh, really? Nice. Well, that's it. See, that's I mean, it's funny when you talk about, and, and I know you know we don't want to go too long because we want to get this message out, but we talk about um, getting people kind of on board, shaking people up, and getting them to realize just how lazy. And I've been talking about this a lot how lazy left thinking is, how lazy left ideology is, and that these people who consider themselves revolutionaries are, in fact, buying into the least amount of pushback, just floating along the stream. And of course, we all know what happens when you go along to get along for long enough, it always ends up shit. You know, shit runs downstream, and these people are in the tubes drinking their uh, their pina coladas and floating down the way, sorry, dressed up in their Met Gala dresses, floating yeah. down the shit stream to the end of it. And, you know, you, it's you got to- you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, AOC is the perfect example of that. She doesn't want to fight the power. She wants to be in with the power as she trolls the rest of us with the dress. And by the way, yeah. the rich are taxed and the rich pay almost all taxes in the United oh, States. Yeah. We, sh- we showed a diagram from the IRS. I think they have a little info on this today to show that the rich pay pretty much. If you if you make over a hundred grand, you basically pay all the tax. I mean, it's as, it's mm-hmm. as simple as that. Um, and we could, you know, I'm for a flat tax, but we can always argue about taxes, but AOC, it's not that she's fighting the power or against the elite. She doesn't like some of the people in power now. So she just wants to replace the people in power. I would prefer that the people in power just not have that much power. That that's the much, much more honest assessment. So yeah, we can get more people to our, look, if you're walking around in 2021 going, boy, the government's doing a great job when it comes to COVID and when it comes to foreign policy and when it comes to the economy, it's like, you got to be taken to a hospital and have your head examined, you know? <laughs> and by the way, there's room at the hospitals because they're not overrun by COVID. I know we have to say no. that they are, but they're not. Um, <laughs> Nobody's so you should go and get a, get a CAT scan. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, one more thing, just because this news broke and then I'll let you go. Uh, and my, one of my favorite comedians of all time, Norm MacDonald, just found out he passed away today. I didn't even know he had cancer. I don't think many people knew, but I wanted to see if you had any just quick thoughts on Norm, um, you know, his comedy and kind of any initial thoughts or last thoughts, I guess, on uh, kind of what the man stood for. Yeah, thanks for asking. You know, I just saw that in the last hour. I actually met Norm once when I was over at Aura TV, which was Larry King's digital network that I had a show on. He was doing Larry's show. We chatted for about a half hour in the green room. Just nice, decent guy. You know, I think we did talk a little bit about politics, and I think he kind of was where we are politically. He obviously wasn't too much of a political comic. Um, but some of the things that I'm seeing people read, people that knew him, especially comics that knew him, everybody is just absolutely devastated. Um, but I will say this, you know, when he was on Weekend Update, you know, that is like, to me, you, t- you know, him, Dennis Miller was my core years, like really core years, sort of late 80s, early 90s. And then I'm pretty sure, 99% sure it was Norm that picked up from him. And then I think yeah, it was Colin Quinn, if I'm not mistaken. Watching. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was big into the norm when I used to go because I'm a couple years younger than you, not that many, but yeah, it was norm all the time for me. And same thing, I, I came to absolutely adore him. Him and he was also he just, on Dennis Miller's show on HBO and was yeah. killer, killer. He he just, I mean, first off, the way he spoke and just the 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 drawl and that sardonic wit. And he knew, like, even when he busted a joke, when it fell flat, it was even sometimes funnier than when the, the joke best, hit. The best. He he was <laughs> he was just great. And I miss, you know, I miss that time when Weekend Update was funny. You know, wouldn't that be great if you could turn on Saturday Night Live? I mean, I haven't watched it, honestly, in 20 years. But wouldn't it be something if you felt like you could turn it on and it wasn't just leftist drivel? It was actually funny jokes. So even though I didn't know him that well, obviously, like, I'll miss the guy. And, you know, anytime we lose, there's something about losing comics especially in this time where comedy has been so beaten and become so woke and there's so many just awful ones. It's like, we need the good ones. So I'll miss him just as much as anybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I I was thinking too. It's you know, he did have that. He basically just would say what was funny. He didn't give a shit. Even as things turned, culture changed. Norm could not give a damn. I mean, I did a comedy show with him in the back of a garage. It was a big comedy show in the back of a garage, but you know, he came out and just same old Norm could not give a shit. And I wonder if we were denied more Norm Macdonald because of the way the culture's changed, you know, I'm sure the guy kept writing and uh, yeah, it just breaks my heart. So anyway, Dave, yeah, you I'm are a you. champion of men, man. Thank you so much for coming on short notice. And, uh, and you know, I'll let you know, hopefully I'll, I'll text you later if I can make it out and, and uh, meet you up. And also we are on locals. We did it. We made the, oh. the jump. We're trying to build up. We're trying to build the fan base and get people over there, but we're on there now. So awesome. uh, check us out. Lines of Liberty locals. And uh, yeah, it's a great platform, man. So, Hey, Brian, by the way, I've got, a, I've got a jet waiting on the Van Nuys tarmac. <laughs> so in case the election doesn't go the way we want, I'm going to have about 10 people I'm bringing with me oh, to the undisclosed location. So you're in. Yes, thank God. Can I bring my wife? It's not a big, I don't really care that much, but I'll. Let me talk to my guys. There's a weight <laughs> thing, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll see you on the tarmac, Dave. Thanks again, everybody. Check out Dave and, of course, Dave, uh, Dave Rubin Report or Rubin Report. There we go. All right. And. Bye.